is a quiz bowl cast episode 20a this tournament goes to 11 2007 round one law and border all right so the history major uh law and border uh all answers in this packet deal with either law such as supreme court cases or history of border countries with the united states like mexico canada and russia uh, before we start, a quick reminder of the rules regarding uh, giving answers for Supreme Court cases. Uh, as per the new ACF rules, you only need to give one party for a case. For example, if you were looking for the case of Bentley versus Droob, you could give either Bentley or Droob as an answer, and it would be accepted. It is also acceptable to reverse the order of answers by saying something like Droob v. Bentley. In cases where it's one party versus a state, like Bentley v. Virginia or Bentley v. United States, uh, you had to give the name party Bentley. You couldn't just say, like, Virginia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Board of Education of Topeka, Kansas. All right, you know toss of one. An ambiguous decision in United States v. Knights regarding this amendment was cleared up in 2006 Sampson v. California, which involved its application to parolees. In 1985, the Supreme Court found that it did not apply in uh, schools in the case of New Jersey v. TLO. Uh, Chimel v. California established a namesake rule regarding this amendment, while a loose definition of it was provided in Wolf v. Colorado, a Cleveland police raid that arrested a woman based on her having pornographic material. Fourth? Uh, yep. Oh, by the way, there are powers if you guys missed out in this tournament, but that was not power. Okay, uh, your bonus. Uh, let's identify some of these cases that are often associated, often considered grave errors in the court's history for 10 points each. This, uh, this 1856 case infamously ruled that people of African descent weren't citizens of the United States, and that just because a certain slave was brought to free territory didn't mean that he was legally a free citizen. Dred Scott. Yeah. Recently, some scholars have argued against placing this 1905 case about restricting a New York minimum, uh, a New York law on minimum Lockner. wages Lockner. for bakers in the anti-canon of the Supreme Court. Lockner. Yeah. Uh, in a book on this case between a Secretary of the Interior and a Chief of the Kiawas uh, tribe, Blue Clark argues that this 1903 Supreme Court case made it legal to destroy tribes' land base in violation of treaty promises. The plaintiff shares his name with a provision in the 2004 Amendment of FISA covering alleged uh, terrorists acting without strong links to a foreign power. Uh, this is a lone wolf case. That's 20 on the bonus. Lone wolf. Would you accept it, wolf? <laughs> uh, toss of two. Early in his career, he served under Sir Geoffrey Amherst in the capture of the French fort of Louisbourg on Cape Breton Island. His namesake manifesto, decreed in 1759, warned citizens of French heritage not to take up arms against British forces or there would be fatal consequences. The battle he is best remembered for saw him landing troops on Anse of Foulons and having some of his troops climb a cliff to get behind Captain Verger, ultimately defeating the enemy forces. For 10 points, I don't know this British general, best known for his victory over the French forces led by Marquis de Montcalm at the Battle of the Plains of Abraham, which secured British control of Canada, whose... Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whose death was memorialized by a painting by Benjamin West. Uh, questions about a revolutionary group in Russia for 10 points each. This revolt, comprised mainly of Russian military officers who joined the Union of Salvation, opposed the succession of uh, Nicholas I during the namesake time period in 1825. Um, any ideas? Great period. Answer? Great period. As is the Decembrists. Uh, this commander of the Russian forces in Poland and heir apparent to Alexander I mysteriously gave up his claims to the throne uh, to Nicholas. Totally go with the separatists. Uh, um, Alexander II? Answer? Alexander II. That's Constantine. 
Uh, Palgrave Macmillan has written a book about this leader of the Decembrists, calling him Russia's first Republican. He advocated executing the royal family in his Ruskaya Pravda on, or Russian truth. Colin Malloy. <laughs> Anything? Yeah. This is Pavel Pesto. Uh, Pavel Pestel. So zero on the bonus. Uh, plus a three. Uh, the primary negotiator for this lent his name to a Franklin County, Florida fort he rebuilt while serving under Andrew Jackson in 1818. A 1927 Supreme Court decision resolved a conflict over the shifting of the course of a river in an incident known as the Country Club Dispute, stemming from ambiguity in the treaty for this action. Article 8 of the treaty... Eminent domain. Uh, minus 5. prohibits either party from inhibiting traffic on a canal built uh, on the isthmus of uh, Tehan Tepec. And that treaty was signed by men including Manuel Diaz de Bonilla and William L. Marcy, serving to provide land for a transcontinental railroad and expanding on the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo for them points identify this territorial expansion that added Mexican land in modern day southern Arizona and New Mexico to the United States. The Gadsden Purchase? Yep. Uh, answer some questions about the Scopes Monkey Trial for 10 points each. This longtime Democratic loser who gave the Cross of Gold speech in 1896 and who resigned from Secretary of State after the Lusitania incident served as counsel to the World Christian Fundamental Association at the trial. Brian. Yeah. Uh, this Tennessee legislation, which prohibited the teaching that man evolved from uh, organisms, was violated by John Scopes uh, to start the trial. What the hell is it called? I don't remember the life just did this too. Answer. Anti-evolution. It's the Butler Act. Uh, the foundation for thought and ethics, the company behind this intelligent design textbook, attempted to become oh, a co-defendant oh. in uh, the modern-day Scopes Monkey Trial over intelligent design in Kids Miller v. Dover Area School District. Of something in pandas. It's of, of something in pandas. Of Answer. Of pictures of pandas. Oh, you're close. It was of pandas and people. Pandas uh, and pandas. Uh, so, 10 of the Thousand four. Uh, this state withheld a plea from Boblet, an accomplice to a defendant who became the namesake of evidence obtained by a prosecutor that would exonerate a defendant, Brady material. A city in this state was a party to an 1833 case where a John Marshall written opinion ruled that a certain citizen's rights under the Bill of Rights were not violated because they did not apply to the state government. That case, which involved a citizen of this state, centered on the wharf of John Barron. The most famous case in which this state was a party to involved the Necessary and Proper Clause and saw the state unsuccessful successfully attempting to tax the second bank. Maryland? Yep. Uh, identify these scrumptious Supreme Court cases for 10 points each, notoriously referred to as the sick chicken case. The decision in uh, this case ruled that the National Industrial Recovery Act exceeded the limits of executive power and that uh, of the Congress and was thus unconstitutional. Sector. Yep. Uh, the Slaughterhouse cases were the first Supreme Court cases to rule on issues regarding this Civil War Amendment, which provides equal protection and due process. Yeah. It'd be too easy to have you identify E.C. Knight as the Sugar Trust case for a third part to this bonus. Instead, name the Chief Justice who delivered the majority opinion in the case, a Cleveland appointee who also ruled that the income tax was unconstitutional and is a uh, majority opinion in Pollock v. Farmers Loan and Trust. Do you know the year of this? It's in the 1870s. No one's such a nothing. Haney? No. Answer? Harlan? Uh, Fuller. I knew I didn't tell he was dead. 
It's, it's like a nothing. No one respects it. <laughs> I'm trying to guess it based on the data. Uh, 2005. Recently, he filed a writ of certiary against the student who unfurled the Bong Hits for Jesus banner in Juneau, Alaska. He was a potential candidate to replace Justice William Brennan, but was passed over in favor of David Souter. While uh, working pro bono, he convinced Mark Warner to commute the death sentence of Robin Lovett. Vince Foster was a chief contributor to a document he issued that agreed with a Robert Fisk report, concluding that Vince Foster had died of suicide. The most well-known document he produced contained a section on the role of Betty Curry, an offer for a... Yeah. Uh, identify these things from the mighty military history of Canada for 10 points each. The Canadian 3rd Infantry Division that landed uh, at this beach on D-Day was able to proceed further into France than troops at any other beach. It shares its name with a certain Roman goddess. Oh, okay. Roman goddess, is it? Answer? Sorry, we just called Juno. Okay. Uh, essentially, an Irish invasion of Canada. This offensive by a certain Irish society into Canada included uh, included the battles of Fort Erie and Ridgeway during a sub campaign known as the Niagara Raid. Sorry, it's called the Fenian Raid. <laughs> So close, uh, the Canadians were the second international force to arrive after a conflict broke out in this nation in 1963. Later, Archbishop uh, Macarius III would be overthrown in a 1974 coup and a dead zone established between the North and South. Something in, in, in Africa? Looks like it could be North Cyprus. And South. Answer? Cyprus? Yeah, 10. Thoughts of six. After the possible death uh, by poison of his first wife, this ruler remarried a woman Britannica called Fat and Ugly, Zoe Peleologius, uh, who would change her name to Sophia upon marriage to him. Like Stefan Dusan of Serbia and Ivan Alexander of Bulgaria, he proclaimed his capital to be the Third Rome, attracting intellectuals like Aristotle Theriovanti to it. He captured Kazan in 1487 and installed his nephew as Tsar of the region, and this prince of Bulgaria earlier refused to pay tribute to Khan Ahmed, the son of Vasily II. For 10 points, identify this first Grand Duke of Russia who constructed the Kremlin and was the grandfather of Ivan the Terrible. Peter the Great. Uh, no penalty. Michael? Oh, no, it's Ivan the Third. Oh, any of you know that? Uh, seven. Uh, the majority decision in this case stated that one side's arguments were almost exactly the same as in the Providence Bank v. Billings and Pittman case. John Marshall's opinion in Dartmouth v. Woodward was cited by one party in this case who argued that because charters were contracts, the state legislator had violated the contract clause of the Constitution. Originally argued in 1831, Joseph Story would author a passionate dissent when this case was re-argued that supported the side led by lawyers Warren Dutton and Daniel Webster. Justice Taney uh, ultimately delivered the majority opinion stating that law Losses incurred by building of a new structure did not apply to the 1785 charter granted by the state of Massachusetts in this case. For 10 points, I divide this case about monopoly rights uh, for a certain structure over a Boston... Charles River Bridge? Yep. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, Charles River Bridge would be Warren Bridge. I love the one oh. name. Uh, for 10 points each, uh, answer these questions about the Mexican Revolution of 1910 for 10 points each. Abandoning his earlier pledge to not seek re-election, this Mexican president's second term lasted from 1884 to 1911. He rigged an election against Francisco I, uh, Madero. He was finally overthrown after he rigged the election. Is it Prado? Diaz? 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 Diaz?
Answer? Yes. Yep. Uh, Emilio uh, Emiliano Zapata criticized Madero's departure from the policy Madero laid out in the Plan de San Luis and this other plan. Named for the uh, Morelos town it was written in, it memorably called for land, freedom, and law. And it was, you know, a town that we can... <laughs> Answer? It's a plan of Ayala. Uh, the United States got involved in the conflict by seizing this Mexican port city for seven months in 1914. It was in the Mexican-American War. Winfield Scott took it after a siege in 1847. Oaxaca. Go for it. Oaxaca. A Veracruz. Uh, ten of the bones. Uh, also eight. In one battle in this conflict, uh, the soft walls of a tower known as Caballero, being defended by troops under General Rincon, quickly fell to a naval bombardment. Failed measures to avert this conflict included a conference at Jalapa with Rear Admiral Charles uh, Baudin. In a battle that also saw the taking of Forts Concepcion and Santiago, troops under the Prince de Joinville in this conflict took La Merced barracks. The war was eventually resolved when Bustamante agreed to pay the 600,000 pesos demanded by the European power involved, but not before Santa Ana got his left leg wounded. Started after Monsieur Remontel claimed some Mexican army officers had roughed up his restaurant for 10 points, identified this 1838-39 conflict between the Mexican and French named for a type of baked good. Uh, the tortilla war. No penalty? <laughs> That's a pastry war. Uh, 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 Toss up nine. Warning, plaintiff's name required an answer. Uh, the majority opinion in this case relied on Congress not drafting legislation forbidding the court from hearing the case, and it also overruled a lower court's interpretation of Johnson v. Uh, Eisenstrager. Uh, forbidding the court from having jurisdiction on it. The appeals court ruling in this case cited ex parte Corin in not finding any separation of powers objections for the proceedings in question in the case. That appeals court decision in this case was co-authored by John Roberts, a justice who would recluse himself from this case when it was moved up to the Supreme Court he got promoted to. Justice Stevens' majority opinion notably asserted that the Geneva Convention was violated by the Bush administration in, for 10 points, this case regarding detainees at Guantanamo Bay, the driver of Osama bin Laden, and Bush's first Secretary of Defense. Hamdi? Uh, no, sorry. Rumsfeld? Prompt? Donald Rumsfeld? Prompt. Rumsfeld v. United States. Uh, sorry. Uh, it's Hamdin v. Rumsfeld. Hamdi is an earlier case. That part was not what we needed. Yeah. Uh, so ten. While serving as the Minister of Justice, this man was able to bring about stricter gun control laws despite uh, having trouble with Daniel Johnson Sr. After he left politics, he still occasionally spoke out against amendments like the Charlton Accords while serving at the Hen uh, Heenan Blackie Law Firm. During his time as Prime Minister, he used the War Powers Act during the October Crisis to resolve the kidnapping of jo uh, James Cross. His role as Prime Minister was temporarily interrupted after a no-confidence vote and the ascendancy of Joe Clark uh, and he was eventually succeeded by John Turner. For 10 points, I didn't buy this liberal prime minister of Canada from uh, the 70s and early 80s. Trudeau? Yeah. yeah. I was going to guess that too. <laughs> <laughs> I was originally going to say Joe Clark and then Joe Clark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Mong Dong Silver, a.k.a. Clarence Thomas, insisted he never had thought about this case during this controversial confirmation hearing. For 10 points each, first, identify this 1973 Supreme Court case where uh, Harry Blackman argued oh, okay. uh, that the Constitution's right to privacy well, prohibited right. states from banning abortions. Well, we wait. Yeah. Uh, in this case, the majority opinion uh, found a provision in a Pennsylvania law requiring women to seek an abortion to inform uh, their spouses of their decision to be paternalistic and sexist. Um, Planned Parenthood? Uh, prompt. PKC? Yeah. Uh, in his dissent uh, in this case, Scalia stated that one day it will be signed its rightful place in the history of this court's jurisprudence besides Korematsu and Dred Scott. This 2000 case concerned a Nebraska law banning partial birth abortions. Oh, what is the name of this? Answer? Nebraska. It's uh, Stenberg v. Carhart. 20 on the bonus. All right, so the score check at half. It's 160 to negative 5. <laughs> we can still come back. It's only... Right, it's can yeah. Yeah. Uh, toss up. Start buzzing in. Whoops. Start the timer. Have to bigger, bigger, <laughs> Someone try to buzz. Okay. All right. Toss up 11. One man to refuse nomination as vice president candidate uh, in this election was a New York senator and finance committee chair, Silas Wright Jr. Sidney Rigdon was the planned running mate of a Mormon leader, Joseph Smith, in this election before you know Smith got murdered. In Baltimore, the National Democratic Tyler Committee unsurprisingly nominated John Tyler as its candidate. Seeing the defeat of vice presidential candidate Theodore Free, uh, Freelinghuysen and running mate Henry Clay on the Whig ticket, for 10 points, identify this election where a 54 40 year fight became a central issue of James K. Polk's successful presidential. 1836. Uh, minus 5. 80, uh, 1844. Yeah. Look at that. They might be giants. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, name some of these not so great ideas in Soviet policy for 10 points each. After Deputy Prime Minister uh, Halizullah Amin overthrew and killed Nur Muhammad Turaki in 1979, the Soviets invaded this country much to international protest. Afghanistan? Yeah. Uh, the invasion of Afghanistan started under the rule of this Soviet leader who also drew international flag for putting down the Prague Spring and issuing his namesake doctrine that stated that Soviets would intervene in any country trying to abandon communism. Yeah. Relations with China were not helped when Soviet and Chinese forces directly clashed at this river along the Russian-China border in 1969. The Zembao Island in the middle of it was an ongoing source of border tensions between the two countries. <laughs> Only Chinese ever had. Go for it. Yangtze. That's the Usuri River. Uh, 20 on the bones. Can you just. Uh, 12. Uh, some critics have uh, observed that his summer spent teaching at the McGeorge School of Law in Salzburg, Austria, have added an international consideration to his rulings, such as when he joined Justice, Justice Stevens' majority in rejecting the execution of mentally retarded inmates in. Kennedy? Uh, power? Nice. He loves international law. Uh, identify the following relating to U.S. tariffs for 10 points each. The Revenue Act of 1913 is usually known as this tariff named for an Alabama House Majority Leader. It significantly reduced the tariff rates set by the 1909 Payne Aldrich Tariff. Uh, one point, I think, is hard. Yes, uh, it's not always smooth, but we can guess it. Answer? Probably smooth. It's the Underwood Tariff. That's One of the idea. reasons the Underwood Tariff was able to reduce import duties was due to the passage of this legislation ratified in 1913 that authorized Congress's power to levy an income tax. 16th. 16th. Yeah. 
the Underwood Tariff was upheld in uh, the case of this man, the Union Pacific Railroad. This French immigrant, a stockholder in the company, sued to prevent the railroad from volunteering its income to the tax. That's Bruce Haber, so 10 on the bonus. Uh, it does 13. Uh, after interviewing people like Jan Frankel, a commission including men like Benjamin Stolberg and Otto Ruhl concluded that these events were corrupt. Despite the Dewey Commission's condemnation of them, a statement in 1938 by some American progressives like Langston Hughes actively supported them. The last one was named for the 21 people involved, while the first one of these was concluded under the authority of uh, Genrik Yagoda and involved the fate of Sergei Amiranovich. Uh, Karab. A 1956 secret speech by Khrushchev confirmed that they were fabricated by the NKVD. For 10 points, I divide these proceedings part of Stalin's Great Purge. Show trials? Yeah. Oh, that's a... Wait, what are you looking for? Uh, I thought... Uh, <laughs> More like Moscow trials or oh, okay. other things. Yeah, yeah, trials or something, yeah. something related to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Soviet Russia trial shows you. Uh... Name some of these cases relating to the death penalty for 10 points each. Over concerns of violating the Fifth Amendment and the arbitrariness of its application, this 1972 Supreme Court case temporarily struck down the use of the death penalty until Greg v. Georgia case in 1976. Answer? Nothing. It's Furman v. Georgia. Uh, the criminal at the center of this case would often refer to himself as Pope John Paul III and made up some crap about the KKK. Because he was mentally insane, the court upheld the prohibition on executing him in this 1986 case. Uh, no, I think it's Charlie Manson. Answer? This is a, no, I don't know. Charles it's v. Wainwright. In Walton v. Uh, this state... Uh, the court ruled that juries didn't need to agree that a crime was heinous, cruel, or depraved to make someone eligible for the death penalty. You may know the state better for being involved in a case that ruled that suspects must be read their rights before interrogation. Arizona. Yeah, 10. Well, I think we're out of the hole, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you guys are now up to 10. All right. Uh, plus 14. This man was heavily influenced by a critique of one of his opinions by Zachariah Chappie in the Harvard Law Review, leading him to move from the majority to the minority in a similar case. Holmes. Uh, power. Uh, pretend you read Vito and answer some questions about Canadian labor unrest for 10 points each. Kind of like the Canadian Bonus Army, a massive group of unemployed Canadian workers marched onto this locale in 1935. For you trash players dragged into playing this academic packet, this city is home to hockey players Martin uh, Gerber and Daniel Alfredson. Alfredson's <laughs> on uh, Ottawa. Is it just Ottawa? Ottawa. Yep. Uh, like all good labor movements, the Onda, on, uh, the Onda Ottawa track disbanded when it was savagely fired on by the government. Name the city where this happened, the modern-day capital of Saskatchewan. I was hoping for another uh, hockey uh, Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Yep. Prime Minister R.B. Bennett ordered the onto uh, Ottawa trek to be put down and was preceded and succeeded in office by this man, a liberal prime minister who established the CBC and guided Canada through World War II. John Buchanan, I think. Uh, uh, it's William Lyon Mackenzie King. 20. It's right. a lot of names. <laughs> you just need Mackenzie King. That's the important part there. You can't just be yeah. <laughs> too many kings. Uh, 15. Uh, this group took 
part in the Lachine Raid that killed 24 Frenchmen outside of Montreal and was on the receiving end of a campaign led by the Marquis de Tracy down the Richelieu River that captured one of their leaders, uh, Canaclisi. Uh, those conflicts were part of a namesake war that was ended with the gener generically named Great Peace of 1701. The Treaty of uh, Canada Guia, uh, uh, they agreed not to encroach on land of the United States, while 10 years uh, earlier, most of their political power was effectively lost at the Second Treaty of Fort Stanwix. Uh, they added the uh, Tuscarora tribe. Uh, where's that? The Erekai? Yeah. Uh, your bonus. What's up? One question for a tiebreaker. Oh, okay, you need those. Is there not an actual one? That's what I mean. The, 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 the oh, yeah, yeah, one question, yeah. Wow, it's tied. Um, so you guys have a bonus on... This bonus addresses the exciting world of Mexican politics. Answer some questions for 10 points each. He has enacted policies such as the Tortilla, uh, Tortilla Price Stabilization Pact to help curb runaway prices on uh, the food. Oh, yeah, he was... Uh, also recently elected to the presidency of Mexico by a razor-thin margin over Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. No, Fox is gone. Answer? Yeah, Marquez. Uh, it's Calderon. Yeah. Uh, Felipe Calderon is a member of this political party with a socially conservative and economically liberal philosophy. Presidente Fox formed a coalition between this party and the PVEM, or Mexican Green Party, to win in 2000. Oh, um, I really have no Christian Democratic or something. Uh, it's PAN or the uh, National Action Party. Uh, before Vicente Fox and the PAN Party took over power, uh, this political party had dominated Mexican politics since the revolution. Ernesto Zedillo is credited with running it into the ground. Uh, yeah. It's PRI or the Industrial Revolutionary Party. So zero on the bonus. I do remember that you guys also have one screw for round if you didn't remember that. That's right. Well, that really... <laughs> uh, Tussle 16. His final UCAS expanded rights to forests and fisheries without the uh, Obrock and also declared exemptions from the sole tax and the draft. After his return from the siege at uh, Benderi, this man became influenced by the old believers but wound up imprisoned in Kazan for deserting the army. He would later bur uh, burn that city after being defeated by General Bibikov, a man his troops would go on to kill. He eventually betrayed and then he was eventually betrayed and then captured by Alexander Suvorov and delivered to Moscow in an iron cage. Proclaiming the abolition of serfdom in the early 1770s, for 10 points, name this peasant from the Cossacks and leader of a namesake rebellion who pretended to be Peter III in order to usurp the power of Catherine the Great. Great. As time as Pugachev. Uh, Toast 17. Their language was isolated from the Papabuku, but not the Ch uh, Chichino language by Francisco Belmar, and they possibly referred to themselves as the Benzoa or Cloud People. At their best known site, the Temple of the Denzantes serves as the earliest remaining structure, and notable leaders of this people include uh, Pital. Their lightning and rain god was called Kokijo, and. Oh, I'm sorry. Minus uh, five. Sorry. Uh, and their capitals included Yagol and Teozap 
Pultmon, uh, Aztec ruler uh, Azizotl fought these people at one point ruled by King Kosi Josia. They're not the Olmecs, but their most famous archaeological site was Monte Alban. For that point, seeing these people displaced by the Miztecs as the dominant force in the Uaxa uh, region of ancient Mexico, contemporaries of the of Teotihuacan, uh, the Maya, and the Toltecs. At the time, those are the Zapotecs. Toss of 18. One man with this last name wrote the majority of, uh, in the securities fraud case, TSC Industries v. Northway, as well as weighing in on the Seventh Amendment in a case about jury trials and labor union duties, Teamsters v. Terry. Another man with this last name handed down a ruling that 16 random slaves from the Antelope slave ship should go free in addition to writing an opinion on a gambling case in Cohen's v. Virginia and a case about the Cherokee Indians, Borchester v. Georgia. Uh, two men with this middle name were the only father and son pair on the Supreme Court with... Harlan. Uh, sorry, it's middle name. They wanted to minus five. Uh, we're the only father and son pair on the Supreme Court with the senior man with this middle name giving a descent in Plessy v. Ferguson. For them points, identify this shared name that also identifies the last name of a chief justice who established judicial review in Marbury v. Madison and the first African-American uh, appointed to... Marshall. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, name some of these Supreme Court justices serving the first half of the 20th century for 10 points each. Although this justice enlisted the support of the Klan to win a Senate seat from Alabama, this FDR appointee and supporter of court packing wrote the majority opinion in Chambers v. Florida, which threw out evidence against three black men because it was obtained by coercion. Yep. Uh, before he became a Supreme Court justice and namesake of a university, this man compiled an extensive report of amount of primary and empirical data while serving as a lawyer in the case of Mueller v. Oregon, a document known as this first Jewish justice's namesake brief. Answer? This is Louis Brandeis. Uh, one of the four horsemen of reaction serving as stalwarts against New Deal legislation, this one-time Wilson Attorney General, an anti-Semite, wouldn't speak to Brandeis for three years after his appointment. He'd write the majority in the noted Second Amendment case, United States v. Miller, in 1939. Answer? No. It's James Clark McReynolds. Ten on the bonus. Uh, 2019. The first man to hold this position was Samuel Irving Rosenman, uh, and uh, he also doubled as speechwriter for both FDR and Truman. The current U.S. ambassador to the European Union, C. Boyden Gray, served in this position under George H.W. Bush, where he introduced market changes into the Clean Air Act. Fred Fielding currently holds this position, and Leonard Garman was the second man to hold this position under uh, Richard Nixon. Garman's predecessor was convicted of obstruction of justice for administering hush money to guys like E. Howard Hunt. For 10 points, I identified this position held by John Dean during the Nixon administration and by Harriet Myers and Alberto Gonzalez during the Bush administration. Uh, where's that? Attorney General. Uh, minus five. Uh, during the Bush administration. Uh, identified the following by a certain trial for 10 points each. The media gave the nickname of the Eaglet to this person who was kidnapped on March 1st, 1932 from the Englewood, New Jersey home of his grandparents. Um, yeah, I don't know this person, Lindbergh. 
prompt? Lindbergh Vader. Yeah, fine. Uh, this man was ultimately executed for kidnapping and murdering the Lindbergh baby. If you believe the prosecutor's story, he used a homemade ladder to climb into the child's window and then left a ransom note on the windowsill. Yep. Uh, if you're a serial trash player, you might know that this actor played Bruno Hopman in the uh, HBO adaptation of The Trial Crime of the Century. More famously, this actor earned an Oscar nomination for playing Fergus in The Crying Game. Um, should I know this? <laughs> Answer? Uh, it's Steven Rhea, so 20 on the bonus. It's probably that. Final toss up. Oh, wait. Uh, payment issues in an amendment to this legislation were dealt with in the case of Embry v. U.S., the case of Humphrey's executor v. United States, which involved a non-enthusiastic supporter of the New Deal, partially invalidated this legislation, as did the more famous case of Myers v. United States. Despite this measure, General Grant and later Lorenzo Thomas would be installed in a position earlier held by a former attorney general of James Buchanan. The most famous trial resulting from this, uh, the violation of this legislation was presided over by Salmon P. Chase and included jurors like Edmund Ross. For them, points identified this act that was violated by Andrew Johnson when he first uh, when he fired Secretary of War Edmund Stanton, leading to his impeachment. John's buzzer. New York Office Act? Yeah. Yeah. Is your buzzer not working? No, I yeah. just didn't, yeah, didn't think I had to push as hard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some about a certain Russian czar for 10 points each. After getting rid of that sucker Ivan V, this czar went around Europe under an assumed name on his grand embassy. We could just screw him if we don't feel like answering it. Might as well. We'll get some points, probably. Screw Alright, so after getting rid of that sucker Ivan V, this czar went around Europe under an assumed name under the grand embassy. Nicholas. Uh, Peter the Great. Uh, later in his reign, Peter the Great would make peace with Sweden after the Great Northern War by this treaty signed in a Finnish city that Peter subsequently gained control of. Um, no, Oslo is Helsinki. Uh, nice dad. Uh, this son of Peter with Eudoxia fled to Vienna until uh, after his dad remarried and had another son. When he came back to Russia, Peter tortured and executed him for treason. Alexei. Alexei. Uh, yeah. So we got 20. Yeah, but we got 20. Would you have had? Yeah. Okay. All right, so final score is 65 to 270. Ow. Good game, guys. Fire me, please. I'm not going to fire. I don't think it was my authority to fire. Yeah. No problem.